Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. This is Matt. This is Courtney. Courtney, we are back. We are back. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, we've had a slight delay. We're we're recovering from recovering from and all our different interviews. <laughs> yeah. So we continue to put out a bunch of interviews that we have done at Inacall, and we're putting those out yeah. uh, a little it, haphazard. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was thinking through it at first. I was kind of like. A little stressed because we didn't pump them out as quickly as we did last year. And then I was like, no, it's fine. Because we onslaughted. It was like a tsunami of podcasts last year. And people probably didn't really get to listen to the one. Yeah. So uh, it's Well, that's what I was thinking. We put out like 30 in two days. It was insane. And that's that's a lot. That's a lot. It's too much. So it's good that they're kind of trickling out. People can actually listen digest them and not feel like they have to uh, rush on to the next one or whatever. Absolutely. So it's okay. Well, thank you, since I do the editing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So, okay, we're going to start... Uh, Talking through the do-dos and don't-dos of personalized learning. That is what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so we are uh, going to continue just our uh, regular series at this point, and we're going to talk about uh, something that is near and dear to our hearts today. <laughs> Yes, Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. <laughs> gobble, gobble, no. Gobble, gobble, no. No. Gobble, it turns out I'm not even going to have turkey this year. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. But two of my kids are vegetarian, so that kind of puts it Ooh, all down. Oh, you can have tofurkey? We are not. Oh, you know what you could do? You could roast um, cauliflower or roast a cabbage. So good. We have done that in yeah, the past. Yeah, that's good. So, so welcome to Matt and Courtney's talk of alternative Thanksgiving foods. We'll talk about the pilgrims next <laughs> in our continuing holiday series. <laughs> so No, no, no. The topic is grading. So close to the pilgrims. Uh, I wonder if they graded their kids. Yeah, they did. It was a 100-point scale, and if you... Their life expectancy um, was about 19, so it doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah, second point. Okay, so. So let's no, see. I'm pretty sure it was hardcore performance based, like live or die based on your performance. Actually, this podcast just took a turn. It has. It's dark. I'm sorry. We're three minutes in, and it's been all nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> grading. 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 So let's talk about grading. Yeah. And, and basically, why? Why do you want to talk about grading? What? Do, what's the impetus of of this one? Well, so. My, uh, the district that my child goes to school in is um, a different place from the district I work in. Mm-hmm. And um, the district I work in is much further ahead when it comes to learner-centered, proficiency-based practices. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year, like the, the big news out of the district where my son goes is that um, they are moving to standards-based grading. Cool. Yeah, cool. I like. Yeah. Guess I'm like, yay! And I'm also like, that's so 15 years anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so that's kind of the big thing. And at the board meeting, um, there was kind of a report on it, like why, how's it going, blah blah. And kind of one of their sticking points right now, one of the things they're working through, is this idea of grading. How do you then take the marks and proficiencies? and turn it into a grade. So thinking junior high, high school kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, fair grade. Um, And then, you know, I'm hearing that there's 
Well, it's, you know, there's 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 a four-point scale, but it's actually seven because they have the point fives. And I was just like, I, I'm stopping listening right yep. now. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't listen. And then there was something about, um, not, and, I, and I'm not, I don't, I don't mean to like sound like I'm coming down on the district in any way. It's, it's. They have to do this work. It's where they are. It's where they are. Yep. It's so good that they're doing this work. Yep. Um, just where I am is so far beyond that that. Well, I think if I'm not prepared for those discussions, right. you know, like I have to go in knowing that this is where the group is. Anyway. Well, I think what you just said yeah. before you go on there, I think what you what you just mentioned is a good a good uh, think for people about what it what it starts with because yeah. you, you just got right into the like the technical aspects of okay right. what are we what is this actual scale and yeah. okay how are we going to do this and there's no question of well why are we doing why? this and then what makes sense from there right and i think that's what most people always skip to yeah because it's easier right for one to get into the okay we've got this this is the idea how are we going to do well, this well it feels like it's less change and i'm going to argue yeah. that it's way harder change to yeah. go that way than it is to back up and say, like, why are we doing this? And what does proficiency actually mean? Right. Because I think when you get to the point where you really are, under, you understand what proficiency is, then grades don't make sense anymore. Right. Like, you don't want to, to try to average things or, you know, convert in some way. You just, you come to the point where you're like, well, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense that way anymore. That's a much harder thing to think about than, yeah. okay, we're just going to change our grading scale. Right, right. I just follow so I this that. conversion scale and blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, so I did think it was, because um, that's a step you and I have seen so many um, schools or districts in that place. Sure. Right, that's, it's... If I were to plot out kind of the typical developments, right, into learner-centered proficiency-based practices, that's uh, that feels like a developmental point. Yep. It's like getting yep, there totally and then getting past that. Yeah. So let's um, – I'm curious about some of the preferred or more sound um, or more true to the philosophy of personalized learning ways of going about – calculating course grades okay because there is still the belief and the argument that that's something that needs to happen well if you talk if you talk mainly about high school yeah i'm really thinking junior high high school i think most people in the united states are totally fine with there not being any grades until maybe seventh grade i think that's when we start seeing when it counts is yeah, like air quotes. Matt's air making quotes. air quotes yeah, when so, it counts. Exactly. And and I think the reason it counts is because that's what transcripts look like. Well, you that's know, what that people to be think they. I mean, we true. could we could go off on a whole other thing, but yes, let's just go with the premise we, that that's and we what probably trans- will sometimes. We will. We're so going to. Yeah. So, but. but if you look at a transcript and what colleges are looking for is some type of report of how kids have done in high school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a postmortem, as it were. That. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's it's not about what you're gonna do. It's about well, okay, what have you done? Yeah. What what is a kind of an accurate report? Right. And and the accurate, I think, is a word that that people talk about all the time when they talk about the grades. Also, I want an mm-hmm. accurate report of how well Matt did compared to Courtney, and that way I can choose one of them to go to my college. Right. So if that's what grades are for then okay are grades okay so in a personalized learning or learner-centered proficiency-based system is that the purpose of grades or well, I is guess the, that's the point 
Okay. Right? Keep talking then. Yeah. Is, is that the point? So what is the point of grading? And when we talk about an accurate reflection of what they know, or is the point of school to get kids to learn to their maximal potential? Well, let's go with the premise for sake of discussion and argument that okay. the purpose in a school that is shifting to standards-based learning is they are adopting the philosophy that the reporting in some way is about the standards. Okay. So if the so now the purpose of the grade is about the individual learner's performance against a set of standards. It's okay. not about comparing to one another. So what okay. how do what are some ways to do that that doesn't fly in the face of the philosophy? Well, I think there's there's one way to do it to to begin with is um, not averaging the work that a kid has done towards a particular standard. Okay. Because we all know that when you start on a standard, you probably have a limited idea of what that standard is. Totally. And you get better over time. Sure. Right. Like I always, I, I like thinking of the parachute example for Explain this one. Explain that one. So um, if your target is being skilled at packing a parachute. Um, First of all, you best be proficient. Ex- it. Oh, yeah. If this is one of those <laughs> like, well, I, I, you know what? I really kind of think it helps to think of these like dire targets. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> where the consequence is something pretty bad. I want to hear some about the dire parts the, of this period. The dire parts. So the exercise, it comes from Ken O'Connor's um, How to Grade for Learning book. Mm-hmm. is where, you, And you can find ex- versions of it all on the internet at this point. But so the, the, the idea is it's this class that the, the target everyone's working on is being skilled at packing a parachute. Um, and you see kind of grades over time like marks over time mm-hmm. for different five different students in the class. And then um, you're not actually, yeah, so marks on assessment over time, how well they packed the parachute. And then you're not given kind of like their grades for the, like their summary grade for the mm-hmm. class, right? Um, and you're asked which person in the class would you want to have pack your parachute? Mm-hmm. And so the one line that everyone goes for is the line that steady, steadily gets better. So let's say there are six assessments each time that learner is getting better until they are clearly proficient at the end. And then there's other learners that are like, you know, they pack it successfully three times, but not successfully three times. There's one who, you know, they pack it super well twice, but the rest of the times it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And so then, you're, then the, the actual grades for the class are revealed. Mm-hmm. And the learner that everyone said that they would be the one they would want to pack their parachute has a C mm-hmm. because their scores were averaged. Mm-hmm. And the kid, or I'm assuming it's a kid, but the, you know, the learner that was really erratic has an A. Interesting. Yeah, because they averaged. Yeah. So um, that's just the illustration of why for a particular target and i might even argue i'm wondering how you feel about this for a particular like domain or family of targets mm-hmm. um average averaging can be dire <laughs> it can be it can yeah. be i guess it depends on on what we think about targets um whether they're required targets or yeah. not and i would argue if, if you have a target it's kind of required Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you, you're continually giving feedback towards things to, to, right. for kids to get better, but you're not requiring like a proficient level yeah. on particular things. Right. You know, as I think as teachers know, we teach all kinds of things in the classroom, yeah. but only require a grade on a certain amount of them. Right. Okay? Right. Yeah. We only report on a certain amount. So of if we things. identified those targets that we want to report on that we think are most important to report on yeah. and most important to require proficiency on, 
I think I think that's a, a huge step right there. Okay. It's just identifying the actual targets that we want all kids to be proficient on. Right. The other ones just you still teach them but you don't have to report on them. Yeah. Because you're not requiring proficiency. Right. So I, I think in this case, if you have that family of targets, once they're proficient, can you average those together to get a kind of a grade? I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay. Once the kid is already proficient so in what those would... targets you've identified as most important. Okay, so let's think about something, some some that would make up, say, let's go with math. So okay. targets that might make up a typical freshman year math course. Sure. Right, so what, what would be like the families of targets that would show up? Well, some of the families I think would be some are about equations and inequalities. Okay. One on data analysis. Okay. Maybe a couple on probability. Okay. All right, so stop um, let's there. Let's go with there. Yeah. Yep. So is it okay to average the targets within the inequalities one? I would argue yes, but only if you're already proficient in all of them. Right. Okay. Only if you're – only yeah. once you I think that's a, I think that's a key to emphasize. I know yeah. we've just said it like three times. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's important that it's not – we're not going to average like sum up – Right. Because you're missing some, but then again, you're packing a parachute with a bunch of really good ones and a kind of bunch of average ones. Yeah. It's kind of what we did in the old system. Right, right, right. But once you're proficient on them, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Okay. So I have a bunch of questions for you. Good. So the next question is, so we've established it's okay to average within like a, a set. So the targets mm-hmm. within... Um, the inequalities one targets within data targets within statistics or whatever yep. again once you've already met proficiency once you've met proficiency I'm say that I, I know a lot. that's the next question i'm coming back to okay, after this good. after this question oh, good. so one more and then that question um, all right so what about averaging together the f- all of the targets from those three categories to mm-hmm. get a final grade i think that's okay too okay you do okay yep i do I do. I can I can see some arguments against it, mm-hmm. which I hope you'll share with me. Yeah. But I would say yes that the that we're identifying all those targets as a like a freshman year algebra class. Right. And once you are proficient in all of those targets, you're proficient at that version of algebra one that we're teaching yeah. or freshman algebra. Or whatever okay. All right. About. So you're kind of so here's the here's the question. All right. So for a district that's just moving this way. Yep. Right. And so they're the thing they are not thinking about is what you've said once they are proficient. So they're still thinking sure. it's, let's go, let's say it's first quarter reporting time. Mm-hmm. Then what do they do? Yeah, so the interim grading yes. is always the trickiest part. Yes, right? yeah, well, this is what I'm trying to tease out. So I am going to argue that, like, let's say first quarter. Yeah. Because that's pretty standard. Everybody knows yeah, what everybody, that means. Yeah. Um, you really can't report grades. Okay. You just can't. Okay. Because kids aren't proficient at all the targets yet. So you have to provide... Let's be honest, first quarter, they're not proficient on a whole lot. Yeah, Usually, absolutely. Yeah. It's, Any it's of the, the new beginning. things anyway. Okay, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're just not going... It doesn't matter yeah. how many targets you have in a class. They're not going to be proficient at very many of them. Right. Because it's just... It's beginning. They're working on it. They're yeah. gathering feedback from their teachers. They're trying to gather feedback from themselves. They're trying to provide evidence. They're just not there yet. Okay, so how about the end of the semester? Same thing. Unless that's the whole class. 
if that's a whole class and the requirement at the end of the semester is you have to have these four targets to get a grade on a transcript, okay. some type of reporting tool yeah. that means something, not just a report card or anything, because I can argue that those are just, those should just be narratives. Okay. Probably, right. So are you saying, idea, so you're saying to, so, so no grades until a learner has mastered a target. So then how? Really all of the targets. I'm, I'm are all of the targets that okay. are assigned to a course. That's that is my argument. No grade for that course. So yeah. then, what if a learner? So so now we've got the situation. Okay, so let's say it's a semester long long. Semester my, long. My New York has been slipping out nice. something fierce lately. It's the holidays. Total. It is total aside. I was teaching a yoga class, and I was prompting people to get into downward dog, and I was like, "Now get into downward dog," and I was like, "Oh my god." Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry tuck my New York back in. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. Okay. And it just happened again. (sighs) All right. So it's the end of the semester. Back to grading. Back to grading. So let's, you know, so um, I've got three kids in the class who have not yet shown proficiency on all of the targets. And I, in my district, we are committed to reporting something at this time. Yep. What do I report? I'm, I'm going to ask you the question, what would you report? I know the answer for me. So um, if I'm putting on the hat of the district new to this yes. way of grading, yeah. I want to average together maybe maybe if I'm putting two for partially proficient okay. or something like that, I want to average all of those together to get in all from the different because we already said I could average within yep. kind of a target family and across target families. So I that's what I want to do. With whatever current marks they have, partially proficient proficient, I want to average everything together to get a score. Okay. So here's my here's my question for you in this newish district. Okay. Is what happens since you're requiring proficiency for all of these targets. Yeah. Right? That's what that's what our assumption was. Right. Then how do we know to go back and have those kids finish those targets. If they've got a score for the class, then what happens next if I'm a kid that's missing three out of those 10, for instance, that I have like a one or a two or or whatever, how do I know that I need to go back? Um, I have no answer. Right, because that's that's a hard question to answer, right? I think that's the obvious follow-up question for a district that is working on these yeah. is, is if you're requiring proficiency on all of them, and that's that's an, that's a big if. Some don't require proficiency on all of them. It's a that's proficiency true, right? on a percentage of them. Right. Well, and some might even still good. just be in that place of what they think is standards-based grading, but is really just standards-referenced standards grading. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say the, an- the answer for that I would give to that scenario that you gave yeah. is the kid gets an incomplete. Because they're not done. That's what I agree with. They're, as they're well. not. They're not proficient on all of them. Right. And if that's the assumption, you can't give a score because there, there's no difference between the first quarter thing that we just said right. and the end of the semester. They're just not done yet. Yeah. Yet, but yeah. they will because mm-hmm. a we require it and b we offer enough supports for those kids to get proficient on those targets that they're missing. All but right. I, I don't think you'd be able to know it if they get like a two point seven six or something. You know what happens is just people just move on. Right. I've got a score and I move on to the exactly. next thing and it's close yeah. enough. And that's not what we want. Right. If, again, if we're right. requiring proficiency on all the targets. Right. And that's the assumption that we are making. 
in this scenario. Yeah, in this scenario, yes. But yes. even that can still apply even if you aren't. Like if you have your, dare I say the word, power targets, right? Or yep. power. <laughs> um, it's really not all that different. A kid might, it's, you wouldn't, you just wouldn't give it incomplete. My argument against power standards. Yeah, go for it. And it will be a short rant, not a full-length <laughs> podcast one, is that if you have power standards and you have standards that aren't power standards, then you you could do grading, like you just said, that, mm-hmm. that you could give like a partial grade. But then if you have power standards and standards that aren't as important, why are you reporting out on the ones that aren't as important? Right, yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, that you're, you're saying this standard's more important, so I'm yeah. going to spend more time on it which implies less time on the others. So why are you reporting that one at all? Just use right. it as, as a feedback yeah. to, to get better towards something else. Right. You know, you're not teaching right. less. You're just reporting less. All right. Okay. So let's kind of cap this discussion today, sum it up a little bit. Okay. So like um, important to remember the distinction between standards referenced and standards based. And that um, for districts new to this journey, um, kind of that that grading milestone is realizing that you're still perhaps holding on to standards referenced practices mm-hmm. where standards based um, really is more about as Matt was saying kind of the idea of when you're done with the target then things populate a grade for a course mm-hmm. if you're calculating a score at any point during the year where things are possibly not yet done then the likelihood is that that's still standards referenced, mm-hmm. especially if there's no clear pathway for how those learners then finish. Agreed. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we'll probably talk more about grading. Like, Pretty sure are they will. even worth it? Do we need grades? Teaser alert. <laughs> for next time. Yeah. So uh, do we have any news we want to share with listeners? Sounds like you do. Oh, well, <laughs> way to pick up what I was putting down, not Shay. So um, so we were at Inacall. Uh, we were. We were at Inacall, which is over, but we'll be at um, another conference coming up in February where Matt and I are actually going to be uh, the keynote speakers, which will be exciting and entertaining for anyone that comes. And we'll also be doing um, a follow-up session and a Q&A session. So Matt, share the information. So this is at the Nebraska Digital Learning Association Conference in February mm-hmm. in Lincoln, Nebraska. We're very excited for this one. Yeah, we are. So with the, the um, conference theme, that's what I was trying to go with. The conference theme is Digital Learning, Your Window to the World. And as nice. Courtney says, we're doing a keynote on that one and yeah a follow-up session and, and what we're going to talk about. Yeah, and then a, kind of an open panel. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did you ask me a question? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go right ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, then a, um, a, kind of a panel discussion around um, coaching, working with teachers as they become practitioners of personalized learning. Yes. So That's coming up. That is. We're very excited. Yeah. All right. Be on the lookout for other... Um, interviews from Ina Call to, to make their way out and